Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing, too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it, well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. On the phone right now, bright and early, is Liberty in North Carolina. Liberty, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. I hope you are. Good morning, everyone. All right. Good, good, good. Good day. I'm now I'm trapped. She said it back, <laughs> and I got to say it back. Uh, what do you want to know, Liberty? Um, I have tickets to Garth Brooks in Charlotte on Saturday night, and I wanted to ask Amy, at my age, what would be appropriate to wear to that concert? I'm oh, 45. Amy, you're, what do you say to her? At 45 years old, what's appropriate to wear to a Garth Brooks show? Oh, I think it's totally fine if you have a Garth shirt or just some fun shirt, jeans, boots, a cowgirl hat, maybe like a little bandana around your neck. Like I would get into it. it, it 40, I'm 41. That's probably what I would do. Maybe even like a skirt with boots or something. Liberty, were you thinking about wearing like a crop top or something? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, were you going like an age thing? Can you wear, I don't know why, what were you thinking about wearing? I, I have a little dress and some boots, cowboy boots. Yes. So I didn't know if that was appropriate for me at my age to wear. Yeah, you got to stop with the age thing too. I think let's not assign to I'm this old, I should wear this. Have you ever seen me, Liberty? Most of the time I still look like I'm 12. <laughs> and you know what? I'm fine with it. And people are like, hey, grow up with your clothes. I'm like, I do when the times need to be if i'm doing something professional or i have to be on camera for something sure otherwise 
I'm in sweats and a hoodie, and I walk by, and people are like, hey, man, how old are you, you 14? I turn around, and they're like, oh. <laughs> so just be you. That's the first thing. You know what's comfortable? What makes you feel the best. Morgan, what do you say to her? Yeah, I say rock the sundress. If it makes you feel confident, it makes you feel good, and you're going to have a good time in it, then wear it. Don't care what anybody else thinks about it. And also, if you want to wear a Garth shirt to a Garth concert, go for it. I know Lunchbox doesn't like it when you wear the shirt of the artist at the show, but we've had many artists in to go, it's a compliment. I'll tell you what, if I'm doing a show and someone has like the, a stand-up tour that I'm on where I'm even the last tour or if the Raging Idiots are playing and they're wearing an idiot, we're like, that's awesome. I love Thank that. you for like showing super support. You want to say, I'm a loser, wear the shirt of the artist you're going to see. That's when you know you're a loser. So Liberty, whatever you're thinking, you can wear it. Now, if you were going to wear one of those you know, like some of the artists wear to the award shows, it's like pasties just over the nipples. <laughs> oh, wow. Like that, I would go, no, but that's not an age thing. That's too much. That's just too much. In general. Period. <laughs> Otherwise, you're all good. Liberty, go wear what you want to be comfortable and get ready to sing your face off because it is an amazing show. I am excited. Thank y'all for your advice. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's. I wonder, hey, Liberty, if you're still there, do people ever come up to you and go, Liberty, 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 <laughs> Liberty. Absolutely, all the time. When I saw her name, I thought about that commercial. I don't even know what that commercial's for. What's Liberty? Insurance? Liberty Mutual. Liberty, Liberty Mutual. Mutual. Uh, Insurance. See, I just know the song. That's how good <laughs> the song is. All right, Liberty, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was hoping y'all could offer some advice on a situation. My 14-year-old sister-in-law recently posted my son and nephew on her Instagram story. It was in one of those add yours tags with the caption, favorite one and five-year-old. I was honestly very bothered by the entire thing. Anyone can see that her profile is not private. Mine is. I felt it was inappropriate to not have asked if she could have posted pictures of my son. I mentioned it to my husband. He didn't seem to care, so it's obvious to me it's just not something he wants to talk to her about. Any advice or am I just out of luck on this one? Signed, Bothered Sister-in-Law. Yeah, they're your kids. If you don't want them online, then they don't go online. And I think probably next time you have a conversation with anybody that's taking pictures and going, hey, I don't put my kids online, at least not their faces, so if you guys could be aware. Because generally... You can just take pictures and post them. You know, it's rare that there's somebody who doesn't want their picture to be posted or is against their picture being posted. But I have friends who don't post their kids. Eddie doesn't. But Eddie's, again, a public person. I think that's it's more about that. Mm-hmm. I think if you were just a private person, you probably wouldn't care as much. Probably. But your kids, your rules. So you have every right to be bothered by that. They should have asked you. Or if they didn't, you should have said something like, hey, we don't post our kids online. And then if she did it after that, even a month later, that's completely on her. Right. What do you think about that, Eddie? Yeah, I've had to have these conversations with my siblings. Like, they take pictures of my kids, and one time one of them posted, and I said, hey, you don't do that because I don't do that, and I don't want my kids on social media. And it's just – it's our preference, so please respect that. And once I told them that, they never did it again. So it's as easy as a conversation. I think that – your your niece or nephew or whatever should understand and it should be fine and, and won't do it again, but you got to have that conversation. And I don't think just being private means you don't put your kids online. Yeah. Because you could be private and put your kids online. If I make a screenshot and put it on there. So there's some nuance to it. I think you just have to communicate that you don't want your kids' faces online. Um, so um, Andy in Brooklyn, Andy Roddick, his wife Brooklyn, they don't put their kids online. You know, it's a choice they made. They do. If they do it, they get a, like a emoji over their face. Yeah. <laughs> 
and you see the kid's body. <laughs> I've adopted that technique. I like yes, that. Yes. <laughs> so you need to be communicating more not to post the kids online. So there you go. Amy, anything you want to add to this? No, I totally agree. But you're not doomed. Like, you just need to have the conversation. Just because your husband doesn't feel the need to talk about it doesn't mean you can't. It's only on Instagram story, so it's not there anymore. So now that it's off, yeah. be like, hey, you don't have to say anything now. Just the next time you're taking pictures, be like, hey, we're not putting our kids on the internet. Yeah. So easy as that. Don't feel bad about it. You're in the right. You're kids. You're chilly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I kind of forget how, how you're chilly, you're stew. Spoon. <laughs> Kids eat chili and spoon. I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. So Brad Pitt says he has this thing where he cannot recognize somebody's face. He has face blindness. And so imagine that. You wouldn't recognize the people's faces that you know or people that you met a few times or people that you're related to. So it's called... Prosopagnosia. It's a neurological disorder, also known as face blindness. Brad Pitt, 58, said in a recent interview with GQ, he thinks he has it. And the actor, he worries that because he has it, that people think he just doesn't remember them. I mean, this you can't prove I have it. I'm not right. saying I have it. So I, I can't remember anybody. That's what I thought immediately. This is an excuse. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember anybody's name. No, and and no. like, I will remember their face, but I'm like, what's his name? Oh, no, no, no. And I'll be like, no, I got... Prosomnognosia. That's it. Me too. This is the great. We all got it. <laughs> no, man, I got face blindness. I, your voice, it sounds very familiar to me, and I feel like we've had a moment together. But I, I have this disease. So what's your name again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Eddie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember you now. Is it? Because you can't prove it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, prove I can recognize your face. Go ahead, prove it. But how how close are these people? This is like a cousin, right? Aunts and uncles. Like you can't, because because if he has this, you can't you're not going to recognize anyone. But you could know their smell or their voice, and you're not going to know someone's voice if you've met them twice. Okay. Right. And where I struggle is, or at times, and this is the worst. I'll be at dinner. Caitlin, I'll be at dinner. Somebody come up to the table, or if we're just out somewhere, and they'll come up and go, "Do you remember me?" That's the worst question. I don't ask people that. I don't like to be asked that. So now my new go-to when someone says, do you remember me? I just do this. I just stare at them. Oh, just don't say anything? Don't say anything. I just stare because they'll just start talking again. And they'll go, well, here's where it is. Because you're probably not going to be right. if you Because there must be some gap in time. And they're like, do you remember me? It's been a long... This one girl came up to us. We were eating a Mexican restaurant. She's like, do you remember me? She was like 19. And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm just like looking. I don't move. <laughs> staring. And she goes, yeah, my dad, he was older than you in high school. And I'm like, what did I see when you were six? How am uh-huh. I going to remember uh-huh. you? Or someone will go, do you remember me? And I'm like, I used to go, no, 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 not at all. And they're like, oh, man, it's all right. Um, I, I sat third row at one of your shows once in Massachusetts, and you called on me in the crowd. I don't know. <laughs> I got face blindness. Yeah, that's tough, man. That do you remember me stuff, mm. that's hard to do. So now, also, when I, I meet people, the move is never say nice to meet you. You always say, hey, it's good to, good see, to you. see you. Don't say good to see you again. Hey, it's good to see you. Oh, okay. Not again. I make the mistake of saying again, and then sometimes I'm like, whoa, whoa. You see yeah, that's the that like, same again. as nice to That's That's almost <laughs> like nice to meet you because if you've never met them, and you're like, hey, good to see you That's again. Tough. Like, but we've never met. So do you have this Brad Pitt disorder? Yeah, on? I sure do. Which yeah. one are you? Are you yeah. Lunchbox or Eddie? Oh, I'm Eddie. I'm oh, Eddie. Okay. Yeah. I'm over here. Okay. Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Maddie and Tay announced their new album, Through the Madness, Volume 2. It will be released on September 23rd. 
Kelsey Ballerini announced a new album called Subject to Change. She will be releasing it on September 23rd. John Party is excited to bring Lainey Wilson and Haley Witters out on his Ain't Always the Cowboy tour. We both got history together hanging out. And um, when I first came up with calling the tour, they Ain't Always the Cowboy, saying, you know, wanting to bring two female acts, I never thought of anybody else. I said, I want to get Lainey and I want to get Haley. It's going to be a, a good night of entertainment. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Simon Jenkins and Peyton Wynn were just 11 when they met in fifth grade, and they've been together ever since. Dang. They're a boyfriend and girlfriend in fifth grade. Wow. They're still together. Peyton said she knew there was something special about Simon when they met. Quote, we went to our first homecoming. Simon decided to use all this information and proposed in the classroom where they met in fifth grade. That's pretty cool. I wonder, though, how you get her there without her knowing. We're going to go hang out in the fifth grade classroom <laughs> yeah. we met. You probably yeah, know that. I like that, though. But they went to Johnson Elementary School in Pinson, Alabama, and their teacher, Patty Haythorn, was invited, and they got it together because his mom is an event planner. While they were on their way to celebrate their 10th anniversary, he said, hey, I got to swing by the school. <laughs> like, do <laughs> what? <laughs> she didn't think anything about it until she walked into a decked-out classroom, and it said, marry me, lit up. So it's still awesome. That's she really probably cool. had an idea, but it's, it's awesome. I love that. It's so cool they met in fifth grade and they're still together. They will tie the knot next year. I like that. I like the engaging and the engagement in a place that means something. You know, and it's hard to trick people to if they're kind of expecting the engagement. I had to use my inability to see to get Caitlin down to our old barn because I was like, we gotta pick out paint. We gotta do it by the end of the night. And I can't tell the difference in these colors. So I need, And we were going to a nice dinner. And so we were going to meet some friends. So she was getting dressed up. It wasn't. I was going to propose. But I was like, I can't tell the difference in this blue and this black. And if you don't come down, who knows what color? She was like, okay, fine, fine. So she's she in heels. For it. She's in heels. <laughs> she's walking down. And she opens up the barn. And it was, well, bam. And she was like, what? Yeah. So I used that. I can't see. I need help. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was surprised. But I love that. I love that they get to go back to that classroom. And they got engaged. So good luck to you guys. That's good news. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie is the reigning champ. It's elder versus millennial. These are questions for the older and the younger. Eddie, you're how old? 43 years old. Morgan, you're how old? 28 years old. So it's the oldest and the youngest. Which, by the way, people are going, hey, there's this show on TV that stole this game. No comment. Yeah. We've been Mm -hmm. doing this game for 10 years. For a long time. 10 years. And a Hmm. And you've been the host. No comment. The whole time. All right, let's go. So let's play the game. All right, buzz in with your name. In the elder category for the older folks, what group had number one songs in the 90s, such as Into the Road? Eddie. Eddie. Boys to Men. That is correct. Woo! The other songs would have been It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. It's so hard. And I'll make love to you. Excuse me? Song. Oh, got it. In the millennial category, a question that Morgan should be the strongest. If someone acts shady or suspicious, a millennial would use what three? Eddie. Eddie. Sus. Correct. Let's go. Eddie takes a big lead. Let's go. What the? Wow. My kids say that all the time. My kids are like, oh, that's so sus. Eddie's been paying attention. Elder question. (sighs) What soft, sculpted dolls 
that were hugely popular in the 80s were originally called the Little People. Eddie. Eddie. Cabbage Patch Kids. That is correct. <gasps> I'm not, I'm not yeah, even here. Come on, Mor- is Morgan playing? Listen, wow. that also happened 13 years before I was born, okay? <laughs> wow. <sighs> Millennial question. What Disney show was about a psychic high school girl who can- Morgan. S- Morgan. That's so Raven. Correct. What? That's so what? Raven. Raven. Raven Simone. Mm. A psychic high school girl who could see the future. All right, she's on the board. She is on the board. <laughs> Morgan, you got to have this. I know. Okay. In the elder category, in the movie Top Gun from 1986. Let's go. Have you ever seen the original Morgan? Yes, I have. What actor Uh-oh. played the character Iceman? Eddie. Eddie. Val Kilmer. Correct. There he is. He Dude, ran. No, I, was, he ran. I was waiting for you to say that for he I. Ran. I was going to say Maverick. He ran it. He ran Let's it. go. Eddie, here's a couple millennial questions that we didn't get to. Come on, Bones. Emo Girl is a song by what pop punk artist? Here is a clip. Dashboard. No, that wouldn't be a millennial. That's no. like you as no, it's not. a young Dang. person. Morgan? Machine Gun Kelly. That's correct. That's him? Yeah. I've never heard of him. I, I've seen him. I know what he looks like. Pink hair, Megan Fox. Only pink hair recently. He's got that, like a whole documentary yeah, documentary, on. yeah. Yeah, but Machine Gun Kelly came out as a rapper, and now a lot of people only know him as a like a punk artist. He like rapped a, first, now he does this? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a whole beef with Eminem for a while. Okay. Uh, in the sitcom Big Bang Theory, Bazinga was which character's catchphrase? Here's a clip. Bazinga. Morgan, do you know that one? Yeah, I do. What was that? Sheldon. That's Sheldon, yeah. Oh, the matter. main guy. Eddie, Eddie, you're the winner. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Elder versus millennial. Matter, the Come elder on. wins yeah. again. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Representing all elders in the land. What do you want to say to all the people out there listening? Uh, look, man, all elders, just walk the earth and don't care what these millennials yeah. tell you. Don't say, yeah. oh, these millennials, like, oh, any joke that we say, oh, dad joke. No, 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 no. It's just a joke because we are cooler than them. So you stick to your guns, elders. We rock. Yeah, even if you want to be sus. Yeah, yeah, right. You have the freedom to hey, do this. Hey, Morgan's performance, that was sus. Is, well, it wasn't suspicious. You know what I'm it was, okay, you don't need to do Okay. Dang it. All right. Dang it. We're going to leave off that. <laughs> Around the room, do you think you should tip on a to go order? A simple yes or no. And talk with your heart, not what you think you makes you look good. Got it. I'm only looking at you, Eddie, when I say that because I feel like everybody else is going to talk with their. Yes. How they I mean, go. I know what the answer is and it may make me look bad. Okay. Lunchbox, should you tip on it to go order? No. Okay. Eddie. No. Amy? Yes. Yeah, and I say yes too. It doesn't have to be as much, but it, I, I say yes as well. Okay. So but you we, don't have to. I agree. Right, 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 right. So we have this. We've talked about it many times and, and debated. But here's Lunchbox, because you decided to call some restaurants? Yeah, I want to call restaurants and talk to the to-go person and see what they thought. Like, what is the rule when it comes to tipping on to-go orders? All right, the first one is a nice steakhouse. Here we go. Thank you for calling house. speaking. How may I assist you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I have a question about to-go orders. So I work for a radio station, and I'm doing research on how much you're supposed to tip if you call in a to-go order. Well, I would say standard practice on that would be uh, anywhere between 10 and 18%. Now, do to-go people get paid better than a server? How does that work? Absolutely. Okay, so they do make an hourly wage that is not $2. Absolutely. Okay. I can't can't speak for, um, you know, other concepts, brands, et cetera. 
Um, but I, I can certainly speak for us and say that ours are uh, compensated as if they were a line cook. Okay, a line cook. So, but also the tip is less too. She never said twenty percent. She said ten percent up to eighteen. Why are you guys looking at me like something's weird? I mean, that is yeah, crazy. Ridiculous. Well, you're going to penalize them because they're making what a cook makes. It's not like the cook's making $10 million a year. There's a tip line there. They acknowledge that they're not doing anything extra to but get a tip. But she also said yes. yes. But the answer was yes. Yeah, but who's going to turn down a tip? If you ask me, Bones, ask But he me, called to ask was the point. If anyone asks anyone, hey, do you like tips? Well, yeah, tip me. Whatever you want. Absolutely. Even though I did but nothing. But the point of this experiment was for him to call and ask. And he did. And they're all going to say yes. Here's another one. This is an affordable chain restaurant that Lunchbox called. Are we supposed to tip when we order to go? So it's kind of at your discretion. I will admit our, our to-go people do not get paid uh, like a minimum wage. They do get paid lower. So the tips always go to them and it does help them out. But you're not required to tip. Right. You're not required. Okay. So what is the standard tip on a to-go order? Are we talking 2%, 5%, 15 uh, Personally, I always do 20%, no matter if it's to-go or if I'm dining in. Wow. Even though that they are just putting it in a bag for you, like they don't bring you... Well, it's, it's not always that. We, um, I mean, yeah, we do put... So we uh, have to restock all of our salsas. We do the salsa, the creamy jalapeno. We do all of our chips. Um, we do have to make sure the kitchen has all of the sauces, everything like that, and restock everything. So we're not just just putting it in a bag uh, for you. I mean, it, and we do do curbside, so we do always run it out to the cars as well if we have time or we have the staff. All right. Well, <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> Thanks. You too. So they don't make minimum wage. I didn't know that. So That's a little of, different. It's just kind of like a who knows. So I love that Lunchbox lived with a 2% tip. Threw that out it's there. like throwing a nickel at him. <laughs> but both said, yes, you should tip on a to-go order. It's shocking. It is shocking. Well, I mean, it's not shocking because you call someone and I my survey did not go the way I wanted it to go. I, I was I hear that. doing it to prove a point and my point was like, ah, dang it. So I think you, Eddie is right, though. You call someone and say, hey, are we supposed to tip you? They're going to yeah. be like, yeah, you're supposed to tip me. Oh, you did that. And now, but in this survey, you lost. I, I know. And you I learned. Lost. I lost. I yes. lost bad. <laughs> bad. I so, lost bad. You don't have to tip 20% or 18%, but it is nice because a lot of them, in this case, 50% of them didn't even make minimum wage and they depend on that. Like, I get it if it's curbside. If they're bringing it out to your I car, give them a dollar or two. You love that 2%, don't you? Hey, did you hear stuttering all over the salsas? Oh, wait, the salsas? They got to yeah, go yeah, into yeah, the salsa over there. Yeah, we okay. the salsa. <laughs> you guys and money. Did you guys hear the Eddie story about money? So you got an Uber. Yes, this wait, is where crazy. where were you going? I was coming back from the airport. Okay, and? This is crazy. So we get in the car. The Uber's like, all right, puts the address in. He says, oh, you live in the Windy Pine neighborhood. I'm just throwing that out. And he says, <laughs> I say, yes, I do. He goes, all right. He starts driving. And about like two minutes in, I'm like, dude, this guy's going in the wrong direction. I say, hey, that's weird. Usually I go that way. He goes, oh, no, don't worry. I know where it is. This GPS, this thing just kind of just does. It has its own mind. So he keeps driving again. Five minutes later, I go, dude, you're still going in the wrong direction. He's like, no, no, no. I know exactly where your neighborhood is. It's just a different way to get there. Ten minutes later, I'm like, dude, we are headed outside of Nashville. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. He's like, you don't live in this area? I said, no, I live on the other side of town. He goes, Oh, my bad. There's a neighborhood called the exact same name your neighborhood is, but on the other side of town. I didn't know that. Dude, it took us an hour to get home. And when we got there, he goes, I'm so sorry. I will I will write Uber and let them know so they can reimburse you because it was initially going to be a $25 charge. It turned into a $56 charge. And he goes, sometimes Uber doesn't answer. I, I will send you a check. 
uh, you know what? He took a picture of my address on my mailbox. Says, "All right, I got your address. I will mail you a check. I promise you, I will reimburse you for your money." Will Eddie get the money? Yes or no? Lunchbox. No chance. <laughs> the guy's just making you feel good. Amy, will Eddie ever get this money? No. Uh- no, Andy has your address to remember in his <laughs> yeah. phone, so he can also come in and maybe get a few things for himself. Hey, I will let you know if that check ever comes. That is shady feeling. They took a picture. I know, man. I, I didn't know what to do. I mean, that I've was... I've like, don't worry about it, bro. I did. I said that. It's fine. He said, no, no, no. He's like, it'll make me feel better. I will send you a check. Also, can you get your security code on your alarm <laughs> just in case he needs to get that check into your kitchen, especially when you're not at home? Uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to see that Hey, one. I bet I get the check. I'll let you, you know. You do think you will? I do. I really do. All right, good luck. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, 
That's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. All right, this is Betty in Tampa who left us a voicemail last night. Good morning, studio. I got a morning corning for Amy. What sound does a cow make when it runs out of milk? None. There is utter silence. <laughs> Thought y'all might enjoy it. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, and you know what's funny? As I see messages from people going, my boss came in today and told us a few jokes, and I was like, I know them jokes. And he was like, you listen to Bob Bocho? Yeah. So I really love that. Thank you very much for that. And thanks for calling our voicemail line, 877-77-BOBBY. The same number you call us is the same number you leave a voicemail. So thank you. The Bobby Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby, explain to people the Derek Jeter gift basket story. Well, what had happened, allegedly, was <laughs> Derek Jeter, shortstop for the Yankees, a ladies' man. And he would date a lot of famous women and also women that weren't famous. The rumor was ladies would go, go over to Derek Jeter's apartment or condo in New York. They'd have a night of Jeter bliss. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. They'd play with his Jeter. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh no. And then, then as they would leave the next morning, he often wouldn't be there, but there would be a gift basket with like a signed ball. <laughs> Memorabilia. Yeah. Like you've been jeetered. And so they would get in the limo that he would send her black car with their basket of Jeter stuff. And hilarious. Probably a bobblehead in there too, huh? <laughs> yeah. On Jeter bobblehead night yeah, yeah. at his house. They usually have that at stadiums. But tonight's Jeter bobblehead night at my Every place. Night. Every Tuesday. Um, yes, that, that was the rumor. And would you like to address what's been said since? Well, I wanted you to explain that because Jeter is out setting the record straight that there were never any gift baskets. Yeah, I saw his wife's involved in this too. Well, that's why. That's why I'd say too. Yeah, I say, heck, I've never even seen a basket. Uh-uh. I don't know any basket. basket. I've never even used a pic- uh, picnic basket. Hey, what is Easter a basket? basket? <laughs> never heard of it. Yeah, I'd be doing the same thing. All right, Amy, what else? This is just a warning to all parents out there. If your kids have your phone and they're in your bathroom and you're taking a shower, they might end up posting you online because that's exactly what happened to Eric Decker. <laughs> Yeah, I saw there was a uh, on Jesse James Decker's account. I was like, oh, watch out if your kid's watching like an Avengers movie or something. We gave him the phone, and next thing you know, I personally think this was all set up. Really? I mean, they all like to be naked on. How was the picture? I don't. It's good. Everything? Yeah, Eric's a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah. And if I was a good looking guy, I'd find fake ways to put me on the internet too. And I don't think he's responsible for it. I think this is just kind of a thing they do where it's like, I'm kind of naked. Look at me. Um, it got a lot of views. But yes, do I think it was probably set up? 93% of me thinks it was set up. Yes. How long was it up there and you saw the whole thing? Like no, the- I, don't, I saw a, a, some, a screenshot and a blurred out thing. So I don't know how long it was up there. I have no idea. Okay. Mike, do you know? 
It must have been quick, and then it was, oh, we didn't mean to do this. That's more. I'm going to post one of Eddie and be like, oops. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we're not. Eddie had my phone at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. You're not doing that. All right, Amy, what else? We were talking about how Brad Pitt can't remember people's faces. And Bobby, you shared that you're bad at remembering people's names. And I saw that a poll was taken and men struggle with this worse than women. Like in general, men have a difficult time remembering people that they meet the first time. Well, that's because men are dumb and we suck because we probably have the same capabilities women have. But you're like, hi, I'm Eddie. Hi, I'm Bobby. I'm not even, I, we check out. We mm-hmm. don't even care enough because we're so focused on football, meat, butts. We know <laughs> that's where I'm above. So I don't think there's, based on the sex of the person, something that women are stronger at because of their, I think we just don't focus enough on it. So, yes, you guys are more caring and loving and remember things, and that's probably why. That's what I was looking for, more caring. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Susan Tower, she lives in Detroit, and she's watching the news and sees this really heart-filled story about a man who's in the hospital and he's about to die unless he gets a kidney transplant. And she says, well, I wonder what type he is. And they say in the story, he's type A. And she goes, hey, wait a second, I'm type A. So she calls the news station. They get a hold of the hospital and says, can I be a candidate? They do all the tests. And sure enough, she's a candidate. They do the surgery. It's successful. And now he has a new kidney thanks to her. Yeah, that's crazy that someone would be so moved by a news story. Somebody they've never met. And they give them a kidney. So, yeah, it's just about getting that message out there. That's why you see people buy billboards or put it on the back of cars. I've seen bumper stickers. That maybe you just get someone who is having a good day. And the fact that she knew her type. You know, I don't know my type of kidney, but the fact that she was like, wait a second, I'm type A. That's pretty cool, too. So that's the big shocker of this story, right? Yeah. That she saw it on the news. The second biggest shocking thing is that somebody's still watching the local news. <laughs> I know. I don't do that. Who in the world watches local news? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah, no idea. I don't know who that is anymore, but good for them. I uh, watch clips on the internet. That's news clips it. on yeah, the internet. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. And then, I don't, and then I'm annoyed after watch five-second commercials, so I'm like, nah, never mind. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the way in about 10 minutes, the top 10 car arguments, car arguments that people have, we're going to play that inside the Bobby feud. So... What do people fight about the most in the car? Right now, let's go over and get on the morning corny. The morning corny. Did you hear about the new Elvis Steakhouse? No, I didn't, pretty mom. <laughs> it's called Love Meat Tender. Love, Love meat tender. tender. Love, Love a good meat. Elvis joke. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that one too. Good one. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Love meat tender. <laughs> Love meat lean. Uh, let's talk to Anna in Tennessee who is on the phone. Anna, thank you for calling. What's going on this morning? Calling to see if you happen to be doing some meet and greets for your shows coming up in August. Yes, and they will be up on the site. Tickets will end up going on sale tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, 10 a.m. Central Time. And people are driving in from all over the place, and I appreciate that. I got a half-motivational, half-comedy show with some music. And yes, if you get there early enough, they will be on the website, and you can get those very easily. And I'm actually upping it. I was nervous last time. I was also sick last time. I'd, I'd gotten over an illness so I was like, man, I gotta make sure I don't get anybody sick. And we took pictures together, but I'd created a thing where I sit in this chair and they were sitting like 
it's like we're sitting in a theater together, but not in the same row. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to get anybody sick because I had a weird cold. Uh, but this time, I plan to actually make out with everybody in the picture. Oh, cool. Every single person. Don't well, care. It's full tongue. That'd be fun. Yeah, full tongue for me. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, tickets on sale tomorrow at bobbybones.com. Would love for people to come. It's a really fun show and not a surprise. We'll act like it's a surprise, but Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, will play a small set inside of this show. Really? And I'm surprised. See, you're acting. That's a good acting. <laughs> that's pretty right good, That's huh? yeah, good. So, yeah, bobbybones.com tomorrow at 10 a.m., but the answer is yes. According to a survey done by a major car manufacturer, what are the top 10 arguments people have? Now, a car argument is you're in a car and you're arguing. It happens all the time. Let's go. It's time to play the Bobby feud, everybody. Eddie, you won the coin toss backstage. Okay. Top 10. 10 answers are on the board. Go ahead. Let's go with the obvious bones. I'll start with driving. Driving? You're going to argue about the way the other person is driving. Okay, so like backseat driving. Yes. That's what they would call that. I mean, you're in the car. Why wouldn't you? Got it. Show me backseat driving. You knew it was there the whole time. That's the number one answer, backseat driving. Dang it. Oh, I got it, Bones. You're listening to music, and you're like, no, I don't like that song. Please change it. So you argue about the music in the car. Pretty common one. Mm-hmm. The music in the car. That's your number six answer. Six points for you. Uh, this gets tough. Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, look, is that air conditioning all the way up? Man, I'm really hot. No, I'm, I'm cold. You argue about the temperature of the car. The AC or the heat? Yep. All right, show me the temperature of the car. That's your number three answer. Eddie got three down. There are still seven answers on the board. Now I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Uh, let's go with um, taste of food. Say you're in the car. You're like, oh, I want to stop McDonald's. No, no, no. I like Burger King. No, I like Sonic. Give me food. Where to go to eat? I mean, he said taste of food. Yeah, because I'm long. He said taste of food. <laughs> the world is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, what? Taste in food. Taste like in preference. food. Where to eat? Thank you, Amy. Okay. I lost that one. It's a punt. Go ahead. Uh, the taste in or of food. <laughs> All right, Ed, you got 10 points on that round. Well, that's not bad. All right, let's go over to Amy. Amy, what do you think there? According to a survey, give me the top arguments people have. A car, car, argument, car argument. I feel like directions or, oh. yeah, not wanting to ask for them or thinking you know where you're going and then you get lost. That's so good. your answer is getting lost. Well, yeah. I Show guess me getting it. lost. That's your number two answer. Okay. okay. Uh, road rage. Just getting angry. Road rage. Somebody's yeah, having road rage. Like, don't have road yeah, rage. Yeah, like, when my husband tailgates, it make, or, 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 like, zooms up next to people to be all like, hey, you cut me off. I get so annoyed because I'm scared they're going to shoot us. Show me... Tailgating or road rage? That is your number 10 answer. Sure, he took the lead. (gasps) What up? You got car arguments. There are one, two, three, four, five answers on the board. Car Hmm. arguments. I don't know anything else. Let's see. Uh, Like, I guess another, I'm just trying to think of when. I'm dealing with my situation. Oh, oh wow, wow, wow. Wait, I didn't even get a warning. Wow. Lunchbox over to you. What? Yeah. Top 
10 car arguments. Five answers on the board. What do you have? On your phone. Get off your phone. Hey, put your phone down. That's good. Someone's using their phone. The other person doesn't want them using their phone. Someone's on their phone and driving, which is very unsafe. Boom. Show me someone being on their phone. Oh, I'm shocked. Round, Sorry, round one down. Let's go to round two, and then we'll have round three speed round. Eddie, you have uh, 10 points. You're down by a couple. What do you have? Well, Top I, car arguments. I have four kids' bones, and it's always about like, oh, I want my window down. No, window up. No, you know what I do? I lock it. So let's not argue anymore about the windows up or down. Windows. Yeah. Number what? seven is whether to have the windows open or closed. That's huge. Okay, now I'm in trouble. Um, let's that, just, that's a big one, though. Seven points. Let's just go bones with just kids in general. Like, you know... I don't know. They're loud. They're quiet. I don't know. They're sleeping. They got to go to the bathroom. Show me kids, kids in general. That was a punt. Yeah, that was very generic. Amy, over to you. You're five points down, but there are a lot of points still on the board. Four okay. answers still remaining. A car argument is when people are fighting in the car, but what are they fighting about? Uh, speed when my husband thinks he's a race car driver. <laughs> so her husband so far... It's all husbands. Tailgates, rages, and speeds. <laughs> Show me. Yes. Speeding. Yeah. That's your number four answer, Amy. You're down by one. You have three answers left on the board. So far, you have backseat driving at one, getting lost at two, the temperature in the car at three, speeding at four, at six, who chooses the music, at seven, whether to have the windows open, and at 10, tailgating a road rage. Uh. Three answers left. You need one more to take the lead. Give me that top car argument. Gosh, Bobby's probably driving too slow. That's We're a good one. about speed. Okay, I feel like when there's traffic and you're late, you get all worked up and you get snippy. Like road rage? No, not road rage. Snippy with each other. Oh, bad like, mood? Ugh. Traffic? Okay. Show me you get in a bad mood because of traffic and you go, ugh. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Lunchbox, we're over to you. You don't have any points. And, yeah. And there are enough points to win the whole game still. Dang. Wow. Because mm-hmm, you have nine, eight, and five left. Well, I need to get with it because I don't have anything. I'm going to say you argue about why you're late. You were, you made us late. No, you made us late. Oh, like, why are you good. late? No, you made us late. Uh, show me. What? No, you didn't. Kinda. You said traffic made you, uh. Okay. <laughs> show me. Uh. Wait. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Show me what he said. Wow! What did, what did he say? Number five had nothing to do with traffic. Yeah, it's like, it was just you made us like, getting no, you started made us late. <laughs> I said being yeah. to your destination. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Okay. Five points, lunchbox. Okay. Got it. Go ahead. You arguing about who forgot something? No, you forgot the floaty. No, you forgot the floaty. The floaty. You you were supposed to get that. Sounds very personal. <laughs> uh, show me. You forgot the floaty. No. What? Come on! You argue about who forgot what? Okay, so there are still 17 points on the board. There are two answers left, the number nine and number eight. Anybody can win. Speed round. When I say your name, you'll have five seconds to answer the question. Last round. Eddie, the question is, top ten car arguments people have. Two answers on the board. Eddie, you're up. Go ahead. This doesn't really happen to me, but I'm sure some people, uh, you're driving, the guy you're, you're with lights up a cigarette. You're like, whoa, 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 don't be smoking in my car. Why not? I like smoking in the car. Do not smoke in the car. Arguing about smoking. All right, 1987 is here. <laughs> Show me smoking in the car. Also, a terrible Motley Crue song. Uh-huh. Smoking in the car. All right, Amy. I don't know. Um, 
We play a lot of car games, and sometimes my kids argue about which one. Show me. Uh. The kids are arguing about games in the car, and you go, ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's incorrect. Lunchbox, you need them both to win, but you can win. I'm ready to win. Go ahead. At first, I was going to say, who's going to drive? But you're already in the car, so you can't argue about that. Hey, Bobby, put your seatbelt on. I'm not going to wear my seatbelt. Mm. Oh, it's all about the seatbelt. Again, 1987's here. Is anyone not wearing their seatbelt? Show me seatbelt. No. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. The two answers on the board that we did not use, someone making too much noise and where to stop. Where to stop. Where to stop. That's a good one. But with 17 points, our winner is Eddie. Hey, there is a lot of arguing in the car in my life. Go! Guys, I'm driving. I'm driving. Eddie, big winner today. How do you feel? I feel good. Yes. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, he's been killing it. This guy here, he doesn't just play games. He I wins win games. games. Yeah, that's right. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like it before. Really? Yes, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I want to warn our listeners, this could be a dangerous segment. And so just ahead of time, you could fall asleep while driving when we do this segment because these are the most sleep-inducing popular songs it's not like a nursery rhyme or some harp that a scientist is like, these notes will make you fall asleep instantly. <laughs> it's not that. It's not Matthew McConaughey. These are songs you know, but these scientists have said, because of tempo and scale and all of these little factors, these are the ones that could put you asleep. So beware if you're driving right now. But wouldn't it be wild if like 3,000 cars just fell asleep? That'd be terrible. Started, it'd be ter- <laughs> terrible. We'd probably hear it from here. I know. <laughs> So, in the pop world, the number one sleep-inducing song is from Billie Eilish, and it's called I Love You. You know, what's interesting is music, or even television shows, it's tough for me to have anything on that I haven't uh, experienced or heard a lot because then I'm listening for new things. It's why I would watch like King of Queens or The Honeymooners or The Office when I would go to sleep with the TV on because I know every single episode. But even with music, if it's new, I'm like, ooh, that's a pretty good lyric. I'm like thinking about what's in this. Then I start dreaming about it. (laughs) So that's the pop song. In the hip-hop world, Post Malone Sunflower. Here you go. You're the sunflower. You're the sunflower. Every time I'm leaving on you. Is that from Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. The cartoon? No, the movie. Yeah, but the cartoon movie. Yeah. Oh, is it? Miles yeah. Morales? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Okay, yeah. In Rock, Elton John, your song. And you can tell everybody this is your song. It may be quite simple. It's a good one and fun fact. Elton John kissed me on the mouth once. I tell that story occasionally. This is true. I won't right now, but one day, if you just have an urge and you want to hear the story, just call the show and be like, hey, you got a second? Tell me the story about how Elton John kissed you on the mouth. When you said that, everyone just woke up like, oh, like, woke up gra- again. Grab my head and kiss me right on the mouth. What a great day. Mm. Yeah. In electronic music, the Chainsmokers, the one. Down and down we go. I didn't know it was possible they do a song that I wasn't completely annoyed by immediately. <laughs> I kind of like that one. I don't even know what it is. Like, I like that one in Boulder. Which one's that one? How does... Singing out in Boulder. Oh, she's yeah. She's a yeah. gotta What's that one? Closer. Closer, yeah. <laughs> is that, did they say Boulder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boulder and colder. It's a tough rhyme. As someone who does Hickory Dickory Dock rhymes as well in our music, <laughs> we can appreciate that. 
and country little big town girl crush. I got a girl crush. Hate to admit it, This would be me sleeping though to this song. All right, I'm gonna lay down here. All right, I feel pretty good. I'm pretty confident that I'm gonna fall asleep. All right, all right, let me lay my head down. I, I start singing along. <laughs> it's louder. I start yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I give you one more in the classical world. And Eddie, you like classical music. I love classical music. Sorry, you claim to like <laughs> classical music. I love it. My favorite. This is from, don't play it yet, Ray, please, because I'm going to see if Eddie will know this Come song. Come on. From Leo Delibis. Ooh, never heard of him. It's called Sylvia Ulanif de Diane. So it's a very popular song. So give me a little bit of what it is. No, 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 no. I don't. I've no, never, yeah, I, uh, come on, give me a little bit. I, I mean, I'm assuming it'd be like. To sleep? You think it's big like that? Oh, I mean, I, I, then it goes down again. Oh, okay. Like something like that. Violence. There you go. This sounds like Bugs Bunny is about to walk in a hole. <laughs> And he doesn't and know Elmer it. Fudd's behind him. Yes, and Elmer Fudd's covered it with a leaf, and he's like, oh. That's what that sounds like right there. I'm going to get that weapon. I told you. No, it doesn't do what you oh, said. Oh, that's exactly what I said. So what I was doing with myself a few years ago is I was trying to find the right music to fall asleep to, and I was doing a science experiment with myself. A bit Pavlonian because Pavlov's dog, what would happen is he put the dog in a box. By the way, cruel experiment. He would ring a bell and feed the dog. He'd ring a bell and feed the dog. He'd ring a bell and feed the dog. Then he'd ring the bell, and the dog had heard the bell and associated it with eating. The dog's mouth would start watering, and he'd be like, well, I don't have anything. So that is training the dog by sound. So what I started to do every night is I would go to sleep, and I would listen to the Coldplay album, A Rush of Blood to the Head, which is a fantastic record. And I would listen to, like this song, Clocks, right here. And I'm not exaggerating if any of these songs come on that I that are on this album that I would listen to I don't fall asleep but you get sleepy but I go man I I feel like I should be going to bed right now wow because I did it every night for like four months so I'll be at a grocery store and I'm buying ice cream sandwiches and I hear this over the top <laughs> and it could be like 4 p.m. and I'm like man I kind of feel like I should lay down or something that's it's so interesting not a joke wild how I have trained myself Again, a very Pavlov's dog type thing to feel like, well, it's time to go to sleep. Yeah, I feel like that's the same thing with people that smoke. Like, they just smoke when they do certain things. So when they quit and they're like, oh, wait, wait, I'm driving. That's when I usually smoke. They're like, gosh, I really want a cigarette again. Same thing, right? It's just habit, 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 habit. I'm trying to, because I have a teeth grinding problem Mm. over the past, I don't know where, four or five months. I'll catch myself grinding. Like, I can't even open my jaws all the way sometimes because I've been grinding so hard. My muscles are so tense. And... Now, anytime I'm grinding my teeth, I try to grind, for lack of a better description, like grind my core. I, I hold my core tight. My wife told me this. She's like, just hold your core tight every time you grind your teeth. Like your stomach? Yeah, because maybe there's something in your body that just needs to hold tension. And so sometimes now, because I've kind of got grind teeth, and I'll just feel myself like doing sit-ups. And I'm like, well, I guess I was grinding, and I noticed it without even like noticing Weird. It. So, yeah, I'm ripped now. I got like 42 apps. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You should be the shirt off. Well, that's good then. All right, let's play Parmalee Take My Name, Bobby Bone Show. Hey, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central, tickets to my comedically inspirational shows will go on sale for August. They'll be at bobbybones.com. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. 
I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. 
Alright, what I feel is the most important segment of the day because we catch up. It's the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Well, this might freak you out a little bit.、Uh, McDonald's customer collapsed and thought she was going to die after she picked up a dollar bill that she believes was laced with drugs. Uh oh. That's like one of those stories you hear, like, don't. Back in the way day, it was don't put your finger into a payphone, that little flippy thing, because there was a needle and that needle had AIDS on it. Right. And I don't think it ever happened. But we believed it. Well, at least I did. I believed it. <laughs>、uh, but I don't know how true this is, but I can read you the story. Renee Parsons said she felt a burning sensation and her whole body went numb. And her husband, Justin, also felt symptoms where she had clutched his arm. So the same, she touched the money and touched his arm. Weird. So it absolutely could be that. Her terrifying ordeal began while she was driving with her husband and two kids, and they went to McDonald's and they stopped. There was a $1 bill on the floor, so obviously she grabbed it and then she collapsed. So that's what we know. That's what she thinks. We don't know anything else yet. Who wouldn't grab a dollar bill? That's the problem. It depends. It's in a bathroom. How wet is it? <laughs> if it's sopping wet, you won't touch it? I don't think so. Not in a bathroom. Oh, man, I would、if、touch it. If it's sopping wet, not in a bathroom. Because I think it might be sopping wet with pee. I don't、yeah. want to touch a pee dollar. There's two kind of dollars I want to touch P dollars, poop dollars. That's it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm all good.、Uh, that story is from the sun, and that is a scary situation. Well, in comparison to non gamers, this new study finds that video game players display superior motor, motor decision making skills. You play video games, you actually are quicker at making better decisions. I'm talking about. There are key regions of the brain that's affected if you play video games, and they're both faster and more accurate, the people, with their responses. Some studies have shown an improved vision for some. Really? Let me check mine. Nope, still sucks. <laughs> still bad. <laughs>、yeah. uh, video games were shown to build a stronger capacity for visual processing. That is from Georgia State News.、Mm. That's the I kid about video games. I don't play a lot. I don't consider myself a gamer. I play two games, and they're both sports games, which makes me a macho gamer. You know, of I, play, I only play、sports. the most manly, yeah, rough football, yeah, you know? <laughs>、uh, but if I'm stressed the crap out, I can go and play Madden or NBA 2K, depending on what it is, and I, 25% of it's gone just because I'm thinking about it.、Yeah. It's just a way for me to get my mind. Everybody has their thing. That's it for me. And that's that. I don't need to go play eight hours. I would like to sometimes, but I only want to play my friends. But yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's a big game changer for me, video games. Yeah, everyone God, needs a stress reliever. Send this clip to my wife. <laughs> You've already told her this. Yeah, I, need to, I just needed to keep on. Uh, Bob Dylan has banned smartphones from his upcoming shows. After announcing his first UK tour in over five years, he's 81. He revealed that fans will be forced to lock their devices into specially provided pouches in order to fully enjoy his rough and rowdy ways show without distraction.、Uh, phones do remain in the possession of the owner, but they can't be accessed. Kind of like an ink tag type thing. It's, it's a magnet, and you can't get it unmagnetized until after. That's from the Daily Mail. At the end, They go through and unlock it at a station. They did this at Chris Rock's show with us. We walked in and they were like, You got to put your phones in this bag. That was so you don't leak the,、yes. com- the comedy information. Yes, I would、right? think this is so people don't put up videos of him singing because it sounds like this. Oh, dude, it's terrible. We don't even know what song he's singing. I love Bob Dylan, but it's like、yes. music trivia when you go. And he's 81. Like, what、yes. do you expect? Do、Fuck. you do this at your show? Well, funny you should ask. I don't make them put it in pouches, but I say, Please, no phones because we're recording this for. A special type thing. And if it's on the internet, companies don't want to use it inside of a special. So you trust the audience、I、not、do. to use it? I do. I that, do you ever get online and be like, oh, somebody? They really don't.、Um, 
at the end of the show, I say, hey, you guys, get your phones out. We're going to do some stuff here. Mm. And I walk and act like I'm doing the show again just so people can take pictures. That's all they want is a moment. But I don't want any jokes online. Yeah. So, yes, I do, but I ask kindly. And then if someone does pull out a phone in the middle of the show, I go up and I punch them in the nose. Live. <laughs> it's a great bit. People love it. <laughs> By the way, tomorrow, tickets go on sale to my comedically inspirational shows here in Nashville. Two more shows, and then that's it. August 12th and 13th, but tickets tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central at bobbybones.com. A rock memorabilia dealer and two men are charged with trying to sell stolen handwritten lyrics from the Eagles for one million bucks. So a guy who dealt in a lot of memorabilia from, from music artists, he had the lyrics from the 1976 album, Hotel California was trying to sell them, but apparently they were stolen and I think they knew they were stolen mm. and it's... That'd be pretty cool to have. Yeah. You know? These were the actual Hotel California lyrics? It says the album Hotel California. So maybe like another song from there? Yeah, so I don't know that it was exactly this song. Could have been the whole, I don't know, they kept them all together or something. But how come nobody wants to buy the lyrics to Fanny Pack? Actually, somebody said, I'll I'll give you five bucks to keep your own lyrics to Fanny Pack. But you know what? Those aren't handwritten. Those are all (laughs) probably all over the internet because they're on like Word documents. No, I hand wrote them. (laughs) One night with a quill, a quill and ink. Uh, 51% of Americans claim they can... They can touch their toes without straining. I almost couldn't read that because that, that seems high. I, in my whole life, have never been able to touch my toes. Me either. Really? Yeah, not even close. Yeah. I'm so not flexible. And different than Eddie, I was an athlete. Hey, I was so also. I, so I stretched. Uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, I was I, also an athlete. Oh, you stopped playing sports when you were like eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anybody else not able to touch their toes ever? Mike couldn't? I can't. Really? No chance. Man, so we no suck. One? How's 51% of Americans? They can touch it without even straining. Like... I mean, I guess you could probably rip me and I could sure. do it. Like you could shove me down and I'd be like. <sighs> yeah, you hear pop, snap. But Morgan, you touched us? Yes. I saw you doing backflips oh, yeah, on your course. Instagram. Yeah, I, I can still tumble really well too. Morgan's doing these flips on a mat where she's going hands, feet, hands, feet. I'm like, dang, dang, dang. And I'm like, oh no, she's not going to try to do no, a no hand, a no hand. <laughs> boom, boom. A whole flip in the yeah, air. Crazy. It's like the it's Olympics. crazy. I don't even know her. <laughs> so, but can you touch your toes pretty yes. easily? Yeah, oh, pretty I can do it right now, like in my jeans. Okay, no, there's no need to brag, okay? <laughs> uh, that's from SWNS Digital. Uh, but I am completely tight all the time in every part of my body from my fingernails down to my toenails it's mm-hmm. all one big tight muscle uh britney spears calls police to help her after running out of gas on the la freeway tuesday night police got a call about a white mercedes stuck on the freeway in la when they arrived they found britney spears sitting in a passerby's car the highway patrol got into the car and they steered it while pushing it completely to safety the officer said they waited with her until her husband picked her up and she seemed okay. So here's the question. And Lunchbox, I'll come to you for this because you are a resident 911 do- uh, dialer. Yes. Britney Spears called 911. Is that a 911 call? Yes, it is. You're in danger on the si- on the highway. Like, it is a very unsafe situation. You can't get out of your car because there's cars flying by. You need police to come. Set up a woo-woo-woo. That way people slow down and you can get off the highway. I would say it's a 911 situation, but not because of that, because people run out of gas all the time on the highway. Oh, you're you gonna... try to push the, you know, you try to get the car out of the way. Obviously, I don't think it's a woo 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 situation, but it could be. It could be. I've seen it, but it's Britney Spears, and if people see her, <laughs> that's going to create a situation. <laughs> Good call. I think she's so famous. Yeah. There's that threshold of famous that could actually cause uh, a, a possibly a disaster in public. So yes, 
but Brittany ran out of gas. How does Brittany run out of gas? Forget? It happens to the, the best of us, dude. I get, Are you the best? I mean, I've, I've ran out of <laughs> gas twice in my life. Yeah. And it's, man, it's a terrible feeling of like, oh, man, my car's breaking down. Then you look at the gauge you're like, nope, that's just me being an idiot. I have never, because of idiocy, run out of gas. I've run out of gas because I'm broke, and I'm like, I got to try to get somewhere or get to a gas station. I always, if I could afford it, I, I stay on that middle line. But when I was broke, I ran out of gas a few times. Yeah. But you would go and you dig under the seats and you're just looking for. Back in the day, back in the day, kids, <laughs> gas wasn't five dollars a gallon. Yeah. Now what are you gonna do? Look for quarters? What's it gonna get you? Nothing. You're you're looking for like twenty dollar bills so you can <laughs> get down the block. Exactly. But it's uh, you know you'd find seventy cents and you just go and try to get seventy cents when it was like two bucks a gallon, and that could get you somewhat closer to where you needed to go. Finally, I did see a funny video where there was. They were pumping gas, and the person wasn't looking, and they grabbed their nozzle and, fill, and switched up the nozzles. No. Hilarious. They filled their car up. But then they had the video. They had It was a Mercedes, too, and he had, did the old switcheroo and took the gas pump nozzle from the car next to him. That's crazy. It's like if you got a Mercedes. Yeah, you can't like, afford gas. Yeah, make sure you can buy gas <laughs> first. Uh, don't forget the dog. Finally, vet owners urge, sorry, vets urge pet owners to put sunscreen on their animals. I've never heard this before. Sunscreen. I guess I felt hair was sunscreen enough. Uh, dogs are susceptible to sunburn and hot, sunny weather, just like humans. I guess my head can get sunburned. I didn't think about this. Not often. Yeah. But my head and my neck, like short, where the hair is short, can get sunburned. Uh, but they say, especially in the areas where it's very short-haired, if you could put a little cream on it, noses, ears, tips, bellies, and other parts of the dog, if they have very short hair, to please put some sunscreen on it. Stanley kind of has short hair, right? He doesn't have like a thick, thick fur. Yeah, here's the thing about Stanley, though. He ain't even outside. <laughs> he's good. He's inside He'll all leave day. leave the door open, and he's like, I'm, I'm good. He, he hates it. He does yeah. have his little pool, though. He does, and he, we, we got him a little pool, and he laid he laid all the way down in it, and it slightly went above his face, and he took in a bunch of water and then vomited and was like, I'm done with this pool. <laughs> he's out of there. All right, that that's your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. So if you're ever in Nashville, you could be going to the grocery store and see a country star. That's what's cool about living here. It's country stars everywhere you look. And so Raymundo was at the grocery store. Was it a fancy grocery store? No, no, it wasn't Walmart, but I mean, it was just a normal, you know, everyday spot. So it's just a grocery store. Yeah. It's not like high dollar grocery no. store. No. All right. You're in. Yeah. And I'm checking out. And you see a country music star. Correct. And what do you see with your eyes? Well, they're checking out. We're both in the self-checkout. Okay. And it are you beside each other? We're really close. We're 10 feet away from each other. Did they say anything to you? No, because they're facing one way. I'm doing the other direction. Why are you guys back to back at the self-checkout? Because <laughs> it's one of the places that promotes self-checkouts. There's like eight of them. So he's, uh, he or she's going through. Correct. You don't say anything to them. No, thought it looked like them, but wasn't 100%, but also intimidating situation. All right, so give us the options on who it could be. Jimmy Allen. Because when you smile, see the sun sink down. Jimmy could be intimidating because Why? he's... Really muscular, like big dude. Really nice guy, but he also sometimes dresses super cool. And the fact that he's really muscular and dresses super cool, you'd be like, ooh, I don't want to bother him because he's okay, muscular and cool. I see that. Which is the opposite of me, isn't it? Both ways. <laughs> All right, who else? Danielle Bradbury. That makes you want to sway to the left and sway. Danielle's super nice. I don't know why you'd be intimidated, intimidated. unless she was like with a boyfriend that's... Muscular and dress cool. I mean, he's really big. Yeah, yeah her yeah. boyfriend is. All right, next up, Walker Hayes. Yeah, we fancy like No chance you'd be intimidated by Walker Hayes. We've known him forever. <laughs> That's we, your dude. We knew, we've, A ton of kids. 
You think they're gonna jump you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. Oh, he right. just sends them on. He, he gave up on that one. Ah. <laughs> all right, who else? Gabby Barrett. He's one of the good ones. Could be, yeah, it could be Gabby. Yeah. Yeah, I like Gabby. Gabby, not always the warmest in general, and it's not because she's not a warm person. She just doesn't present a warm vibe. But she also just had a, she had a baby with her. You know, it, I don't know. All right, those four. And I wanted to verify that it was the person because I was like, man, was it really them? And I looked on Insta. Shockingly, they follow me. Hmm. Woo! Okay, so <laughs> I don't think that Gabby would follow Ray. Yeah. I don't even think Gabby follows me. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Let me look at that part. Um, okay. That makes me feel like it's Daniel Bradbury. Okay. Yeah, Bobby, Gab- Gabby Bear doesn't even follow me. Yeah, Bobby's done a great job of process of elimination. This game turned out to be way too easy with Bobby talking. I don't Bobby's know that talking. that's true. I think Daniel Bradbury is super nice. It and could, how is she intimidating? Well, she's she can be intimidating because you don't want to go up to a woman. and je- I don't know. Not intimidated by women. Okay, what? so then you've eliminated her. <laughs> so the answer is going to be Jimmy Allen because you just eliminated. No, I was just using reasoning. I'm not eliminating anybody. Okay, well, I'm going to go Jimmy Allen. Amy, who do you think that is? I guess I go Gabby Barrett. Okay. Eddie? Yeah, but no, no, no. no. I, but Gabby, I don't think Gabby follows Ray on Instagram. Well, I mean, okay, good point. But who, who of any of these people follow Ray on Jimmy? Instagram? I don't think Walker? Jimmy does. Okay, I'm going to go Jimmy. Amy, who, you're going Gabby. Eddie? Yeah, I have to go Gabby Barrett because she she would be the only one that he would say, like, let me make sure that's Gabby Barrett. Jimmy Allen, he would see Jimmy Allen and be like, that's Jimmy Allen. That's Danielle Bradbury. Okay. So give me Gabby. Lunchbox? It's Danielle Bradbury because Eddie said Danielle's boyfriend's big, so he was probably the boyfriend was probably there. Ray was scared. Boyfriend was going to beat him up. <laughs> All right, Ray, who was it? Yeah, right next to the tatted up dude, I couldn't talk to Danielle His Bradbury. Boyfriend. Oh, wow. And I mean, we're walking at the same time. He's rocking some jacked up truck. I'm like, I just can't do it. I mean, what if he bogards me or something like that? That was the only way I thought it could be Danielle if he wasn't intimidated by Danielle. Mm. That's unfair because yeah. you're intimidated by her boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah, he'd definitely beat you up. He'd take you and put uh, paper wad you and toss yeah, you. Big yeah. dude. So, nothing? You didn't say hi or anything? No, I uh, totally screwed it up just because of that. He totally threw me off. I had a whole plan. I was going to go up with a video because I really wasn't even for sure that it was Daniel Bradbury. Why would you go up with a video? Why do we do this? Because I was going to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you guys, it's Daniel Bradbury. Doesn't this look like Daniel Bradbury? And then she was going to be like, it's me. I am Daniel Bradbury. But then he totally threw me off my game. That bit that that you were going to do? I don't. Do that bit. <laughs> don't do that bit. It sounded awesome in his yeah, head, though. Don't do that bit. Yeah. I'm sure I did. Don't do that bit. But Daniel's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Ray. Thank you for the story, buddy. Nope. Did you see what she was buying by any chance? Uh, that would have probably been better for the bit, but no. No, okay. All right. Well, then we'll end it on that. Tomorrow, Reba on the show. Monday, Dan and Shay on the show. And they're going to perform. It's now time for a little throwback Thursday. Let's go. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Bobby Bones Show. Throwback Thursday. All right. The question was, who in 2017 was charged with a misdemeanor for attempting to pass a loaded gun through security at the airport? Five bucks on the line. Eddie. I remember it like it was yesterday. That was Trace Atkins, dude. They popped him. He had the gun. He went to jail. It was no, you, terrible. You don't remember that. No, I that don't. That didn't happen. That's, that was my guess. Yeah. D- yeah. That's <laughs> not true. Lunchbox? FGL. Both? Uh, one of them. Uh, no, you can't do one. I, I'm going to go. And you have to say his name. Got him. Do you know their names? Yeah. Um, Tyler. Tyler what? Tyler. Tyler. Kelly. Tyler, Tyler Kelly, there, right? Go ahead. And who's the other one? Oh, 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 they're not brothers. No. 
That can't be right because I think the other guy's Cousins. name is Cousins. Oh, Brian Kelly then. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm What's Tyler's go- last name? Oh, it's not Kelly. <laughs> no, they're not related. <laughs> you think they're both Kellys, the Kelly brothers? No. Once, Kelly I, Cousins. Say, once I say it, it doesn't sound right. But <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Tyler Johnson. That do you think it's Tyler Johnson or do you think it's Brian Kelly? I think it's Brian Kelly. They're both wrong, by the way. Dang oh, it. really? All three are. Tyler Johnson, Tyler Hubbard, and Brian <laughs> Kelly would all be wrong. It's not Florida oh. Georgia Line. Michael Ray. No. Not that it, we know of, anyway. It wasn't him? Yeah, no. Uh, the answer is Scotty McCurry. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. I forgot about oh. that. Dang. I remember it like yesterday. (laughs) Scotty McCray was charged with misdemeanor for attempting to pass a loaded gun through security at the Raleigh-Durham International Airport in Morrisville, North Carolina. That's just a case of somebody forgetting. He went to jail? I don't know that he went to jail. I don't know what they they did to him. Man. Yeah. Uh, Today, in 1983, the closer you get. Mm -hmm. Come on. Alabama. Number one. The further I fall. Uh, today in 1994, and don't hit this hook quite yet, Ray, but uh, Joe Diffie's Third Rock from the Sun album was released. What I remember about Third Rock from the Sun is I, I don't know them all now, but I remembered every lyric to that dang song. Like, <laughs> and that, maybe I'd need it to lead me into it, but it's one of those songs where there's a and I would try to impress people by singing every word, and nobody was impressed ever. Well, no. Yeah, and not. I was like <laughs> 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> But here is Third Rock from the Sun. Cause and effect, chain of events, all of the chaos makes perfect sense. When this is a hook, though. Come on. Well, I know this part. This is easy. Welcome to Earth, Third Rock from the Sun. Now, it just depends what part of the verse it goes to. Let's see. To. Let's see. Is, do we have this it right or no? Off, it so dies. Like, oh. Yeah. The kid guns a gas, car starts to swerve, heads for a semi truck it jumps the curb something like that <laughs> sounds right yeah i mean who's gonna know um yeah i was a big joe diffie fan but also on that album was pickup man which was a jam too you were a pickup man you can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill and i still wouldn't trade it for a coupe de ville i got an eight truck bed that never has to be made Man, that is me as a teenager, man. That and being sad listening to Nirvana. These two at the same time. <laughs> Doing pickup, man, and I'd be like listening to the sad Nirvana stuff. Like, man, then nobody gets me like this. Uh, also, in 1996, on this day, Some Gave All was certified platinum from Billy Ray Cyrus. For example, little uh, Achy Breaky Heart was on that here. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. Jam. Uh, today in 95, Vince Gore, uh, Vince Gore, Vince Gill had a number one song with You Better Think Twice. Today in 1998, a Nashville radio station announced that they give a million bucks to anyone that could prove Elvis Presley was alive. Oh. The money has gone unclaimed. I'd like to do something similar. What are you going to do? Right now. I will give $1 million to anyone who brings me an alien. Dude, that could happen. A real one, though, and I got to be able to prove it. How are you going to prove it? It has to tell me. It's an alien. And t- 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 <laughs> is is there a deadline? And it no matter when. I mean, in, in the next two days. Two days? <laughs> I was going to give you an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you bring me an alien. Now, I don't see what's going to stink that if I would have said forever and, okay, just my luck, an invasion yeah, happens. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's a pretty funny prank, though. 
that they they knew they weren't gonna have to pay it, and it'd be worth it if they were the ones that proved Elvis. Yeah. So I'll do the same. You bring me an alien in the next forty eight hours, <laughs> you get one million bucks. Somebody's working on that and right not, now. Don't do you know an illegal alien or anything like that. It's got to be an extra. <laughs> Or whatever they call, I don't know that. What, or the, an, that. I need an extraterrestrial, like outer, outer space. space. It's got to live on something other than Earth. Yes. I don't even like the term illegal alien, but people would be like, I brought you. No, <laughs> I want an alien in a spaceship. Got it. $1 million on the line, 48 hours. Uh, today in 2002, Toby Keith celebrated uh, another number one courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Sam, put your name. Do you know the parentheses after this? Courtesy so the, title the Red, of the, White, and Blue. Yeah, it's the... Oh, cur- yeah. Cur- you do, Amy? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, kick my no. A. Oh. Bo- Booting your No, it's butt. like kick my A, first of all. Can you imagine that's the name of a song? I'm going to kick my own A. <laughs> oh, put Can't a boot in there. No, no, no. That's a lyric, but... Kick your A? <laughs> you're closer, at least. Really? Courtesy the Red, White, and Blue, parentheses... going to kick your A. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. We kick A. a no, kick no, it has to do with... <laughs> no. The Angry American. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, nope. okay. didn't know okay. that. <laughs> Way off. Uh, throwback Thursday, just a couple more. In 2003, uh, Red Dirt Road from Brooks and Dunn. Hit I'm in the Red Dirt Road. It's when I found my first beer. That's when I found Jesus. Where I wrecked my first What I didn't understand about that song was we did not have Red Dirt really in Arkansas. So the dirt roads were never red. And I was like, what am I missing here? And I'm also very colorblind. So then I started to think that all dirt was... I didn't realize that mostly that color is somewhat regional based on yeah, uh, the chemicals in the dirt. Sure. So there you go. That's a dumb fact. Yeah, we didn't have red yeah. dirt either. Dumb fact Thursday here. <laughs> uh, but Texas is red dirt music. Mm, that's what they call it. But there's no yeah, red, red dirt, dirt in South Texas. Oh, South Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, 2014, Brett Eldridge goes to number one with Beat of the Music. There you go. That's Throwback Thursday. Uh, that's fun. I like going through like history of country music because a lot of times we just play the new stuff and a third of it's crap. But you know the good stuff in, in history that stays. That's 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 right. Proven to be good over mm-hmm. time. Uh, let's. You want to jump? All right. You guys can call us if you want. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. That's our phone number. Let me tell you about the all new Hyundai twenty twenty four Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. 
Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Okaloosa County, Florida. A 40-year-old man's at his house when police come a-knocking, knock, 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 to serve a warrant. He's like, uh-oh, runs out the back door, jumps on his riding lawnmower, and takes off down the street. They eventually catch up to him. He won't stop, so they tase him. And they you know him. when a riding lawnmower goes slow enough, you can tase somebody riding a riding lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, especially on that turtle speed. Yeah, yeah. if you go to the rabbit. <laughs> Even then, though. The rabbit's not that fast. <laughs> so, unless you have a racing riding lawnmower. Have you ever seen those? Where no. They, they uh-uh. race them around the little track? No. Stop it. Those are pretty, yeah, they're pretty funny. But you, that's just a, you could run faster than that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, you get on a riding lawnmower and try to escape. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, Amy. Eddie was telling me he has something that most women would pay a lot for. Now, I'm going to ask you if you can identify what Eddie has that women are spending big bucks. 
Would you say to get? Oh yeah, to like get? they we'll say did, to get. Don't, don't, do don't say things. too much. Okay, yeah, they yes, do. Yes. To get it right now. Like it's popular right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what Eddie's telling me. I'm not. I'm just saying. Eddie told me, and we're talking. He goes, man, women are paying a lot for this. I can't believe it. What do you think Eddie has that women want? I, some sort of a vintage handbag or something. What? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Lunchbox. Oh, what do you that? think Eddie has <laughs> that women want? Goodness, I mean, a vintage handbag is pretty funny. <laughs> but why would I have? I that? don't know, but I, I like that. <laughs> Soft hugs. Huh? He hugs people softly. <laughs> yeah, Ew. I've seen him. But anybody could do that. I mean, right? But you're saying he's natural. He's a natural soft hugger. Yeah. Is that true, Eddie? No, I don't. Not that I know of. Okay. I watch him hug people around the building, and I'm like, he gives soft hugs. You're hugging people around the. We don't, yeah. Nobody works here but us now. Well, that's really weird. Construction, like, construction guys, yeah. come on over here. You need a hug. <laughs> Eddie, say, you can tell Amy. What do you have? Amy, my eyebrows. The, according to my wife, they're perfect. They're bushy, and peep and women want eyebrows just like mine. Oh, valid point. Yes, and they do pay for them. Wow, look at you, blessed. Well, Isn't your eyebrows crazy? look like caterpillars, dude. They but, are huge and nasty. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> well, I, that's kind of unsolicited what? insult. Wow. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, like, out of nowhere. If I saw a girl with that big of eyebrows, I'd be, whoa, girl, you need to. What do you, what do you call that, Amy? Buck. Uh, that's it. Tweeze. Tweeze. That's it. Yes. Just, I, I, I do want to point these little moments out because sometimes listeners will go, "Why are you guys kind of picking on lunchbox?" And they're like, he doesn't, but this is constant where he just out of nowhere goes, you're, you're ugly. Yeah, no, no. man. But do you not agree that those things look like caterpillars? Women don't want them I that thick. I think they look fine. I don't know. I guess I never look at eyebrows. But I think they don't look weird where I've ever thought Eddie's eyebrows look like a bug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never thought good? that either. Oh, I think yeah. they look pretty good. Oof. What about yours? My, my eyelashes are what the women want. Okay. Love my eyelashes. I'm just telling you. <laughs> they tell you that? All the time. Eddie, like, oh my gosh, I wish I had eyelashes gotten like you. Yeah, that's weird. really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I have never... Lunchbox, I'm not saying anything good or bad about your eyelashes. I'm just saying I have not noticed that. You haven't been looking in my eyes enough. You wanted to look yep. in your eyes more? No, I'm just saying a lot of women do. Yeah. They look in your eyes a lot. <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Eddie, congrats on that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Good for Maybe you. I can find a way to do like transplants or yeah, something. Maybe you like donate them for, yes, for a big dollar. I'd love that. Uh, we're done here. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., tickets on sale for my comedically inspirational show, 10 a.m. Central in Nashville. The shows are August 12th and 13th. Would love for you to come, but tomorrow they go on sale to everybody. Okay, cool. We're done. We'll see you tomorrow. Reba's on tomorrow. Bye, everybody. <laughs> This is the Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.